0: DM me on Facebook or Instagram, or send an email to allison at allisonscammell.com and say, tell me more about Full Immersion Coaching. I look forward to hearing from you. Hey ho, dear ones. Today's episode is coming upon request. I had a couple Soul Guide Radio listeners request this topic, and they requested it some time ago, and I have been... Exploring it in my idea hopper, it's part of my human design type that I can't really create something at my highest and best unless it feels very easeful. If it feels a little tricky or tough, for me, it's like pushing a very large boulder uphill so that when that happens, I just stick topics that feel difficult, but I know they are topics I want to explore and talk about. I stick them in my idea hopper and I let them percolate and I wait for the divine timing to arrive for it to be the time that it is what I share and what I co-create with the divine in service to you. And so that's what I did with today's episode and we'll be unpacking spiritual justice. This is a timely, super timely and powerful episode that's going to be coming more and more relevant as human consciousness expands and ascends. And before we get into all that love and goodness, I would love to share with you a listener review. And this comes from Danny Girl 7980 in Canada. And she says, insightful and motivating. Allison has very timely content. Thank you very much. I try very hard to do that. And it is very insightful as well as motivating for those trying to get their businesses up and running as well as their personal life tasks to consider. She has a way to reach the listener to encourage them to participate in the activities and or exercises in the episodes. This is a true listener. Thank you so much, Danny girl. I enjoy listening to these episodes. I enjoy sitting by my fire in my yard and just listening to them. Thank you so much for providing this tool for listeners to be able to follow. Oh, man, you're so welcome, Danny girl. I feel like you get this podcast. I really try to give you things that you can take action on, exercises in the episode, things that when you're done listening, you're fired up. You feel like your energetic vibration is raised. And you feel confident and ready to take your next best soul-guided step. And today's episode is going to be no difference, and we're talking about spiritual justice. And now some of y'all, I know you, I, I know for my 10,000 hours of coaching clients, some of you guys have human design types where you're all about justice. You are all about seeking what's unfair and making it fair. For others. Others of us, we have different things. And there's a huge piece of me that's all about justice, but not to the great degree that I've seen it in others. So you might be listening to this on the edge of your seat because you are a justice seeker and fighter of the rights for it to be equitable for all. And maybe you're not. You have other things that are a big part of your soul mission. So wherever you feel like you are, I want you to know this episode is for you because there's a piece of spiritual justice that is really critical for all of us, and I'm going to be revealing that in today's episode. So let's get to it. In today's episode, I reveal what spiritual justice is, why the things we seek justice on are often pointing us to our soul mission and how to seek justice the soul-guided way. I'll end on an invitation that'll leave you feeling empowered and confident to know the right time and the right way to seek justice to offer fairness and equity for those who really need it. So stay with me until the end. Welcome to Soul Guide Radio, Hello, Soul Guide Circle. That is the name of this global and growing community of soul-guided leaders, influencers, and entrepreneurs. In the Soul Guide Circle, we are pursuing our soul-guided dreams while lifting up humanity. Find a link to join our closed Facebook group at alisonsgemmel.com or in the show notes. Today, we're talking spiritual justice. And starting with what is Justice. Well, we'll go ahead and define justice as the quality of being just or fair or fairness. So when we seek spiritual justice, we are seeking justice on an area of our lives where we personally feel we have been treated unfairly, or we're seeking it on behalf of someone else or a group of people who we feel have been treated unfairly. And when it's spiritual, it is heart-led. Your higher self is leading the charge, is taking the action or not taking the action because there's divine timing to all things. And the thing about justice is when we feel that we or a group of people we care about have been treated unfairly, it makes us mad, it triggers us. It can trigger us in a way that's very low vibrational and it's understandable because it's aggravating, it's not fair. So of course we're angry, we're pissed. So sometimes though, seeking justice can have a revenge factor to it. It's very easy for it to get to a place that it's ego led by that thinking mind that is trying to seek revenge. So what do we try to do when we seek revenge? We try to get back. We go to the source of the person or the institution that is acting unfairly, and we try to stick it to them where it hurts. Sometimes that may be the way to go, right? And that may be a spiritual way to go, you know? So spiritual justice is a just literally about being heart-led, being clean in your energy, coming from a place of empowerment, motivation, higher self, purpose, submission, not coming up from a place of anger, revenge, shame, fear, to seek justice, and that is to bring fairness, to bring fairness to ourselves and to others. And that brings it nicely to why seeking justice and the things that we want to seek justice on points us to our sole mission. Listen, look at the world. Look at all the inequities in the world. There's really a countless list of things that are unjust for certain groups of people. So yes, that can really trigger you on all things, But you want to think about what triggers you the most. What are the things that you see and you're like, damn it, that is just not fair. That really pisses me off, okay? Follow your passion. What gets you passionate? What gets you motivated to take action? What gets you fired up? That is a breadcrumb to your soul mission, to your higher work, to your highest why. Why did you come into your body in this lifetime? What is the footprint that you are meant to leave behind when you leave this lifetime? This is the components of our soul mission. And I think about, okay, so I used to work in humanitarian affairs. I used to work in NGOs and I worked on all sorts of different social causes. And it's been a while since I really had that That piece of me that's the humanitarian, the charitable side of me, and this is a little bit different. Seeking justice isn't always about activating the charitable side of you. It can be about any part of your life or business, but just in this example, I'm going to be talking about the charitable side of me, that piece of me that was really felt called to give back, and I didn't have that piece of me activated for a long time. And I don't force myself to do charity work unless it is heart led, unless my soul says this is the thing you're going to give time, effort, money to, then I just know that I'm doing my work in the world and my work in the world is very soul led. It's very much in service to you. It's not charity, but it does have a really strong element of giving back. So I know I'm giving back to humanity every single time I sit down for work in my business. I'm giving back. And then once in a while, something will come along that will say, this is what, this is what you're being called to give back to, not for money, not for anything in return, but just because this is a cause that needs your time and money. And I just got that calling the first time in a while for the shelter that rescued my dog Astrid. It's a Spanish greyhound shelter in Malaga, Spain, and they rescue greyhounds from these horrible, horrible, horrible conditions that they're born into from these air quotes farmers that raise these greyhounds and treat them very, very, very badly. Well, they're trying to build a new shelter for the the greyhounds that they're saving to find homes for. And I am motivated, I am very motivated and passionate about helping them to raise money for this new shelter. Why? I feel like it's unfair. These dogs are born into these circumstances. They're overbred on purpose because they're trying to find the winning race dog. So they're completely overbred. And then when they get cut from the prospects of being the prize race dog, they get thrown onto the street. They get beaten. They get tied up to poles and left to starve to death. I mean, you don't even like... It, it, I mean, the stories are just eye-watering. But, you know, there's a, a, lot, a lot of dog breeds in the world get abused. Why is this one firing me up? Okay, so maybe the answer feels obvious. I rescued a greyhound. I fell in love with this greyhound. And now I want to fight for the rights of greyhounds. Yes, that is likely the primary reason. But why did I rescue a greyhound? I mean, I never knew anything about greyhounds. This greyhound kind of fell in my lap. We wanted a dog. XYZ happened. And all of a sudden, this wounded, abused, abused dog that was terrified showed up at my doorstep. Why? Was it a coincidence? No. I was following my heart. My heart led me to rescue Astrid. I fell in love with Astrid I fell in love with the Greyhound as a breed and now I feel it in my heart I want to give back I want to seek justice and so yes I want to raise money to help build this shelter but I want to go I want to go deeper than that I want to seek justice to how can we write the laws that make it legal to to race these dogs in these ways. Yes, it is legal. The things these farmers are doing are legal because they have a powerful lobby and they lobbied to make the laws in their favor. So what can we do to really seek justice so these dogs can't get overbred? They can't get, I mean, really what we want to do is making make racing these dogs illegal. That's really the end game. And that would solve a whole heck a lot of the challenges that greyhounds have around the world. And many places around the world have already made it illegal. Many, many places. So we want to keep seeking justice to make racing these dogs illegal. But right now, I'm focused on helping them get their new shelter built. So this piece of me has been activated. Why? How is this helping me to inform my soul mission? So you just want to take a few deep breaths. I honestly don't know the answer to that question. Take a few breaths, drop into the heart space. I found my breadcrumb helping Spanish greyhounds to have a shelter and then ultimately making it illegal to race these dogs anywhere in the world. I'm going to connect to my higher self and ask my higher self, how is this desire I have to seek spiritual justice? How is this informing my soul mission? So the message I'm getting back is I'm here to bring truth to the world, truth to the light workers about how they can connect to and co-create with the spiritual realm. And as part of the this charitable, this humanitarian piece of my work where I'm giving back, I'm being called to bring truth to a living being, an animal that is one of the most abused animals in the world right now that is, that is a pet. It's one of the abused, most abused pets in the world at the moment. So I'm being called to bring truth to what's happening to this pet and bring truth to how wrong it is to race these animals for profit. And, and this is, this is this piece of my soul mission. You know, this is the, You know, the word charitable keeps coming to me, you know, this piece where I give back. This is right now just the piece where I just give back without expecting anything. I don't expect to be paid. I don't expect to be remunerated. I'm just, this is where right now at this point in my journey, and this will shift and change, this is where I'm being called to give back. And this is informing my soul mission because I'm here to bring truth. And the message I'm getting is a lot of people don't know what's happening to these Spanish greyhounds. And I'm here to help bring that truth to others, bring that truth out, enable more and more people to be informed that this is happening so that there's a larger outcry that this is wrong. This is unjust, this is unfair, so that laws, bad, inequitable laws can be changed. So this is part of me being the truth seeker, the truth giver, helping to connect you to your truth. And this brings us nicely to how do we seek justice the soul guided way? Well, it always starts with clearing your energy. Because when we are triggered that something is unjust, we will be triggered with anger, shame, fear, revenge, and those are normal human responses. That's our emotional compass talking to us, trying to get our attention, so that's the way those emotions serve us. However, we don't want to make a plan, and we don't want to take action from a place of anger, shame, or revenge, We want our energy to be neutral or higher so that we can be the most empowered person we can be as we're taking action. So the first thing to do is really clear your energy. You know, if you want to be sad, be sad. If you want to be mad, be mad. Whatever it is, when you're thinking about the the unfairness that you want to seek justice on, bring it all up. Why does it piss you off so much? feel those feels, breathe release, breathe release, go back to your heart space and ask your heart for your next best step. And you also want to think about spiritual justice first and foremost with you. How are you being impacted? Where does life feel unfair for you? And first do some work around that before you fight the cause for others. And that's just simply asking the question, where do I feel life is unfair for me? Because being in that energy of it's not fair for me and others have it better or others have it more equitable That energy, it may be 100% true what you're thinking, like you may be in a place where things really are unfair for you. When you're in the feeling of this is unfair for me, that puts you in victim energy. And it's not to say you're not a victim. I'm not saying that. I'm saying being feeling the vibrations of being a victim is some of the lowest vibrational resonance we can be in. It's the most unpowerful. So what we want to do is reclaim our power so we can be stronger and make really sharp heart aligned decisions and, you know, get our power back. And this is when we can really start making impact, right? When we are in feelings of powerlessness, it's very difficult to make the impact that we want to make to bring fairness to our own life and or to others. So this is a very powerful question to check in from time to time to just say, where does life, where does my life feel unfair right now? Where does my life feel unfair? When I ask that question, this is an easy one (laughs) for me because I have the defined gate of struggle. If anybody has this defined gate, it's the 2838. We are really here to struggle. I mean, that's one of our purposes, that we attract struggle. And then we are meant to find ways to overcome these struggles. And then I am part of my soul mission and part of my, my design is to help, is to take the lessons from that struggle and offer them to you. So if you encounter a similar struggle, you can experience that struggle with more know-how and from a more empowered place so that maybe you can even flow through the struggle with greater ease or avoid the struggle altogether if it's not meant to be on your path. And when you're in low expression of this channel, it really sucks. You're Getting bombarded with challenges right and left. And let me tell you what, my friends, life feels so unfair with this defined channel. It doesn't mean the 2838 isn't like, oh, you're, you know, you're homeless on the street. You don't know when your next meal is. It could be that. But oftentimes with this channel, it's about things that come relatively easy for others will be challenging for you. And what this channel often gives you is because you're often challenged in areas of life where other people typically aren't that challenged, you miss out on a lot of traditional stuff because you're taking a very different path. So like I didn't have the traditional wedding. I didn't have the traditional anything. There's nothing traditional about my experience. And that is good because I'm this just me. And that's how I'm designed. But sometimes that can feel when I'm in low expression, very unfair because I want to have those experiences too. I want to get to experience the things that I perceive a lot of other people getting to experience. But this is me in low expression of the channel. In high expression of the channel, I am mindfully, with intention, choosing the struggle with which I choose to be in relationship with because some stru- times struggles come into our life and we don't really have a choice over them, but oftentimes we do and we just don't realize we do. We think it's all out of our control, but it's a big part of this channel is me modeling to you that, guess what? We all get to choose many of our struggles. Some of them we agreed to on a soul level and we have a soul contract with, and it's just a struggle that's going to be in our experience. And again, how do you flow through those struggles with joy and ease and healing and evolution and mindfulness? And then beyond that, it's all the struggles that we really don't need to be in relationship with, and you can choose not to. And Of course, this is a whole topic for a whole new podcast episode, which I'm going to take a note of and record this podcast episode choosing our struggles. But for now, I'm just sharing this because in the context of this episode of spiritual justice, that can feel really bleeping unfair. So that means I'm in low expression of my channel. So what do I want to do? I want to feel the feels, breathe and release. So when life feels unfair, I feel angry, I feel like a victim, it feels powerlessness, I feel shame, I feel really pissed off, I feel rage, I feel like revenge, I feel like screaming. All of these things is how it makes me feel, so I wanna feel those feels. And maybe if you're thinking of something that feels unfair in your experience, you can bring up those feels, how they're arriving for you, you can feel these feels together, and then you can hit pause here if you need to, but stay with the feel, the feels for as long as it takes until the emotional wave starts to go down, and then you turn to deep breath. Big inhales, big exhales, big inhales, release on the exhale. You want to sink back into the body, connect your heart space, and ask your higher self, What is my best next step to be approaching this thing that I deem to be unfair from a place of empowerment? How can I empower myself to take my next best step towards fairness and equality for myself, for my experience? And so as I asked that question, it's already came to me like I'm getting the answer. Like I actually never really thought about it before. That is part of this 2838 channel. I'm actually here to teach you how to choose your challenges and choose your struggles. So my next best step is to record a podcast episode about that. So stay tuned. It'll be coming. And that feels so empowering. It feels so high vibrational it feels fair, it feels equitable, it feels good. It feels on point and in alignment to my soul mission. So this is how we can really turn these things that we perceive to be inequitable around, to be empowering and to put us in alignment to our soul mission. So what if... It has to do with you've been wronged by someone else, or you feel a group of people that you care about have been wronged. Then what do you do? Then how do you seek spiritual justice the soul guided way? Well, I had a client, one of my, one of the people who asked me to record this episode is a dearly beloved soul client of mine. And she came to me and said that she invested in this big program where they promised to do X, Y, and Z to help her business and to help promote her and her business so that her business control can grow. And they did not deliver. And when she started to do a little research and talk to some other people, she realized that this program was fraudulent. And she invested her last savings that she had saved up to grow her business Into this expensive program. And so when she reflected back, she was very angry. She was very hurt. She was mostly her, she started out being a lot mad at herself. And she says to me, one of the things that she said to me that really got my attention was, I followed the 5D and skipped the 3D. So what that means is she followed her higher self to enroll in this program, but she didn't do the research. She didn't talk to people. She didn't dig deep in to see if this organization was legit. She followed her higher self to enroll, and it ended up being a bit of a sham. What went wrong? I would say in this situation, she did everything right. When you follow your higher self, and you don't do the exhaustive research to make double and triple sure your higher self is making the right choices, you are still in alignment, my friends. Your higher self is guiding you to something. Now, in this situation, I believe her higher self was guiding her down this rabbit hole on purpose to experience this fraud She had some healing that meant that was meant to happen. She had some lessons, big lessons to learn, which she did. She learned so much from going down this rabbit hole. Mistakes, you know, can you look at them as mistakes? Let's not call them mistakes. Let's call them feedback. Feedback that the next time she's in this situation, she is going to handle it much differently, much more smartly, right? And she was able to do the healing and get the lessons. And she will be someday and in some way able to help others to know how to make the best soul aligned choices in their life. And she'll be much more empowered and able to help her clients, loved ones, friends, etc. So our higher self will, yes, sometimes lead us down a rabbit hole, but there's always a reason why. So if you want to be heart-led and do the research, that's great. That's probably a good idea. I don't do that, to be honest. And again, this gets down to your human design type. Some of you guys are researchers, and it's going to really help you feel more empowered and informed when you make a choice when you do the research. That is not me. I am the opposite of me. I'm a splenic projector. I get the intuitive hit in the moment. I trust it. I go. If I start doing research, I'm all like I start to get up in my head and second guessing and it kind it stresses me out and it puts me in anxiety and overwhelm, to be quite honest. And I am so surrendered to the voice of my higher self. I'm that's just where I am. And my higher self says, invest in that program. I'm going to invest in it. And then if I find out that it was a big sham, I'm going to be really pissed off at my higher self. I'm not going to lie. I always get mad at my higher self when it leads me down a rabbit hole and it's led me down plenty. But then once I get over the anger and I'm like, what gives higher self? And I start to get the lessons and do the healing And experience the evolution and the expansion it gives me. So then I'm in a better, more empowered place to not to make smarter choices for myself and then to help you in your life navigate through something that might be similar. Then I'm like, oh, this is growth. Okay, I got it. So dear ones. Whoo, who know? I know that you're sitting there thinking, who knew spiritual justice could be so deeply related to our soul mission and to our healing and our evolution? And it really, really is. So I threw a lot at you in this episode. So let us just recap a little bit. Spiritual justice is seeking justice on the things that you feel are unfair. That's led by the heart. It is soul guided. When we get very triggered about something that we feel is very unfair for ourselves or for others, we are likely being pointed to our soul mission. So follow that breadcrumb and ask why and why and how is this related to the work I'm meant to do in the world. Seeking justice a soul guided way starts with clearing your energy first. Get to a space of neutral or higher And then really get into, first, how do I feel my life is unfair before you think about it for others? And please know, in all times and situations, your higher self is always the best voice to guide you to your next step. So surrendering to that and following that will always take you where you need to go. And so that brings us nicely to my invitation for you this week is to do just that. Give yourself a couple minutes and just ask the question, what is feeling unfair in my life? Do some journaling, do some feeling and releasing. And once you've done that and not before, you can, if you feel called, ask the question, what is another person or animal or being or part of the environment or part of our ecosystem that is calling me to help? Seek spiritual justice on their behalf. Is there some piece of me that's getting activated right now? And as part of that, what is my best step to take inspired action? All right, dear ones, that's all I have for this wonderful episode on spiritual justice. This was very empowering for me to record. I got some juicy nuggets back for myself. I hope that you got some juicy nuggets for your life And if you're feeling so called to share what those juicy nuggets might be, I would be so grateful for a rating and review. I'll read your beautiful words on the air, and you can find a link to leave a review in the show notes. And as always, until next time, may your soul guide the way. Are you ready to deepen your connection to your intuitive gifts? Then it's time for 10 High Vibe Minutes the ultimate daily mindfulness practice for soul-guided leaders and entrepreneurs. In only 10 minutes per day, you'll keep your energy high vibe and aligned to your highest dreams while transforming your daily practice into a powerful tool to manifest big wealth and abundance. Get free access now on my website, alisonscammell.com or in the show notes.